you know, as Christians, we have to understand and, and be real with where we are. That's what we have to see first, individually. And what where our mindset is and what we desire. Airing the Addisons. I think what God is really calling us back to, it's those individual personal revivals in our own lives where we're like, oh Lord, what have we done? We have minimized you. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. As the church, man, we should be on the forefront of making disciples, of indoctrination in godly things. If we don't train our kids, they will not be able to stand. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, thank you for listening. Um, we appreciate it. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And uh, Sherry B. and J. Mack are also on tap to help us navigate the show. We mm-hmm. will, as best we can, uh, get to, to phone calls in the last segment. So hopefully you'll stick around for that. Um, today, I, I want to look at a few stories here and, um, and uh, you know, as we do, filter it through a biblical lens and then speak specifically to um, to parents and grandparents, I'm speaking specifically to uh, Christians who influence children. And, you know, the world is not coy. They're not subtle. No. But we are often in a position where, and I, I really can't stand this kind of weakness that comes from Christians. I, I really can't. Mm. Like, I, 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 don't, I don't personally find it pious, you no. know, the, no. the weakness, the like, you know, can we just be nice kind of a thing. Um, I think it's a substitute Mm. for diligence. I think it's a substitute for putting in the work Mm -hmm. of the believer, Mm -hmm. knowing who our Lord is, knowing who our God is, and then operating accordingly. I think often when you find lazy Christians uh, who don't want to search the scriptures, who don't want their faith to cost them anything, they always fall back on, let's be nice, right? (laughs) Let's just, and I I just see that, I man, (laughs) I see it as lazy, Right. Because when you search the scriptures, when you behold your God, when you know who he is, you know that everything is worth losing because you know him. Mm. If it costs you everything like it's not that's not just like a good song to sing. You know what I mean? Like I've decided to follow Jesus, though no one go with me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, like we like those songs because they sound good. But in practice, we dare not do it. We dare not carry it out because it's just too uncomfortable. So I'm I'm saying so today's show is this is war. <laughs> mm. <laughs> this is war. I was I was playing around with the subtitle, <clears throat> but then I thought, well, maybe this anyways. This is war. You can cry or you can fight. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is war. You can cry or you can fight. You can you can whimper and you can whine about what is happening, or you can fight. And so before I get into the stories, let me just say this. The first work, the battle is in prayer. Yeah. That's the first work. Okay. And then also I want to say this, that prayer is action. It is. Prayer is action. So now as I continue to build on my point here, okay, that this is war. You can cry. You can fight. The first work is prayer. Prayer is action. (laughs) But do you also understand that in prayer, God gives strategy? Amen. He tells his people what to do. Yeah. God has already left us. God has already left us his track record. Right. Where he leads his people, where he guides his people. He tells his people what to do. This is the same God. This is who we serve. Right. He tells his people what to do. You get this strategy. You learn what to do in prayer. So, again, prayer is action. Prayer is the first work. It is action. But in prayer, 
God reveals to us what we must do. God shows us, he leads us, he's guiding his people. He has not like kind of like um, whipped us off the rope, the spinning top. You remember the spinning tops back in the day? Oh, yeah. You rip it off the, uh, whip it off the rope and then there it is just out there spinning and you're just waiting for it to stop and then you pick it up mm-hmm. and wind it up and do it all over again. That's So many people have that kind of perspective about God in their life. I have come to him for salvation. He winds me up. <laughs> now I'm living this life in Christ. Voomp, and I'm out there just spinning. Where is God? We don't know. We don't know. No, God is active in the life of his people. Amen. In fact, the Holy Spirit is given to the church that the church would expand and that we would be led into all truth and righteousness. And yet here we are living these subpar lives, living these lives that like we just got to make it up on the fly. So what I'm saying, okay, what I'm saying um, is that this is war. We're in it. We're in it. All right. The people who have been saying, oh, the culture war is over. Oh, no, the culture war is. Nope. Still, still, still battling. You're still (laughs) in a war. Okay. Um, Prayer is the first work. Prayer is action. But let me also say this, too. Action is action. Mm. Action is action. Yeah. So there are people you, you've got these different camps. Right. And, and maybe it's not as clean cut as this. You know, maybe there are sub camps. I don't know. Um, but you've got the people who say, well, I'm just going to pray and just see. And, and my challenge there, my question is, OK, so so but but God is alive. Right. So in prayer, we must expect that the Lord is responding to his people. Mm-hmm. Right. So he is leading us. So there must be something that accompanies that the Lord is telling us what to do. He's guiding us. He's helping us to parent our kids. He's helping us to live and walk upright lives before him. Amen. The Lord does this by the power of his spirit. So, yes, prayer is action. But action is action. That's right. So, okay, so here we go. I saw this um, picture. I saw this picture come up in my Facebook news feed Yesterday, I think it was, and it was our brother who works with First Stone Ministries, um, Jim Farrington. Mm -hmm. And the picture was of him now, you know, and now that I'm saying that, I can't remember if it was a picture or a video. I don't normally click on videos on Facebook because I'm usually like my kids are all with me, you know, and so I don't know. I don't know what the videos say. You know what I mean? So I never I never just click on videos. Um, Just standard practice. But. So anyway, it was a still for me. So it could have been a video, but I thought it was a picture. Um, But it was a picture of a cereal box that was, you know, promoting pride, right? Which I think Pride Mm -hmm. Month is next month. It's in June. And that's where we usually talk about the corporate equality index, because that's where companies fall all over themselves to show, hey, we're with it. We're, quote, we're woke. All right. Don't come for us. We're on your side. Give us those points. Okay. Um, but this is actually like, this is, this is a little bit bigger than, than I realized. Right. Because, um, and I'm going to go. And then another brother sent us the story from the Western journal. Yeah. Kellogg sexualizes cereal boxes. This is the, the headline. Kellogg sexualizes cereal boxes, how they are indoctrinating children before breakfast. Now, what now, but, but listen, y'all, but, (laughs) (laughs) but we say kids need to make up their own minds. I mean, they're going to be exposed to things. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, we try to, we try to paint the picture of this neutral world, 
this neutral world that is not all that we make it out to be. I mean, it's just innocent. There's nothing wrong with that. That's okay. You know, and all the while we're doing this, um, probably these kinds of positions are coming from people who don't pray, Mm. who are not crying out to the Lord. So they, they are not discerning. They're not reading the word of God. So they're not discerning. Right. Okay. So here we go. This, um, this article is written by a woman named Christine Favoci, I want to say is how you would say the last name. I could yeah. be wrong. Favoci. I think so. Um, and she starts off, and I think she does a brilliant job. Um, this is why we love writers. She does a brilliant job of painting a picture of just what Kellogg has done and how sinister it really is, uh, what Kellogg and other companies, um, but especially, you know, like a cereal company mm-hmm. going after children. Yeah. Right. And and kind of taking those things that have been iconic in our childhood, you, you know, every yeah. you do you remember like seriously, you remember holding the cereal box and just wanting to stare at it while you ate your cereal. You remember right. that? <laughs> yeah. Remember it just oh, yeah. be right in front of you like you're just sitting there and do it all the time. All the time. <laughs> I think it actually made the cereal taste better to be looking at the box. Man. Like if if it were out of the box, just in a bag, it kind of didn't oh, yeah, taste as good. It wasn't the same. But in the box, you're staring at the box. Maybe there's like a little maze you could draw, uh-huh. you know, just something, you know, can you find this character? Something and you're read, looking, little, yes, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that was childhood. Not anymore. Man. 21st century America. Um, we sexualize children um, before probably even their parents get out of bed. And, and the thing about it is when I see these type of stories. And I think this is the effect that they're looking for. Oh, yeah. It's like, yep. you know, you, you start thinking like, man, they're doing it with everything. Like, there's everything. no there's no way to, like, stop the barrage mm-hmm. of, mm-hmm. I mean, Oreo cookies. I mean, Come crackers. Come on. Yep, yep. You yep, know, that's it's right. Like, <laughs> Ritz, Ritz, yep. Oreos. And, you know, and it's that's like, exactly man, right. So I, I can feel, like, inside of me, like, ah. Oh, here we go. But, yeah, here we go. Now, this, I would say, goes even further than what we have seen coming from the companies and the cartoons. Uh, Well, maybe not the cartoons, because the cartoons are communicating a message and they are using language to do this. Like they are they are speaking and saying, um, you know, your pronouns, your your your, all of this. Okay, so they they are doing it. But as far as just like on packaging, Mm. I think that this as far as I've seen, somebody may have evidence of something else that goes a little bit further than this. But this is the distance for me. Like, this is like, I, I don't think that I've seen anything like this. And, and I'll tell you what I mean. Well, let me jump ahead so that I don't forget. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, the Kellogg cereal company, um, their boxes are encouraging kids to choose their pronouns. They're encouraging. So, so once your kid was trying to, I don't know, find Waldo or like Tony the Tiger, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Toucan, like, Sam, Toucan, like, you know? can you find him? How many sad faces in the, you know, all the, yeah. where are the pirates? You know, all of those things. When you could so be a now, kid. Exa- mean. When, <laughs> right. When you could be a kid. Now they're telling you, um, choose your pronouns. All right. <laughs> Guys, choose your pronouns. And, and so understand that, you know, <laughs> if your kids can read, they can be choosing their pronouns before you even brush your teeth <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> okay. So here we go. Christine Favacci, I think, or Favoci. So here we go. Kellogg has sexualized its cereal box with the release of a, quote, together with pride, and quote, product 
that promotes acceptance of the homosexual lifestyle and encourages children to pick their pronouns all with the help of those same lovable characters Mm -hmm. who used to mostly hawk artificially flavored corn products. (laughs) Weren't they delicious? (laughs) Ignorance was bliss. You didn't care what you were eating. Limited edition together with pride cereal hit shelves yesterday. Uh, Kellogg announced that it was hitting shelves yesterday, marking the latest collaboration between Kellogg company and glad (laughs) Kellogg company and glad. The cereal, which features berry-flavored rainbow hearts dusted with edible glitter, was previously only available online but will now be sold in select stores nationwide. (laughs) Quoting um, Sarah Kate Ellis, who is the president and CEO of GLAAD, quote, Kellogg's new Together with Pride cereal will create opportunities for homes and families to have conversations about the importance of acceptance, compassion, and understanding especially when it comes to LGBTQ plus youth, end quote. Mm -hmm. Is that really what it's doing, though? I don't think so. I'm not convinced that that's what it's doing. What it's doing is forcing conversion. That's exactly what it's doing. I think, man, if if people feel like me, you're tired of this stuff. Like, it seems like this would be something that would be like that would start to be a put off. Like, man, you you guys are trying to cram this down our throat. You're trying to make us accept this this lifestyle, but they try to paint it as you can have conversations about compassion and understanding. Like, come yeah, on, because man. I don't think I don't I don't think it's just acceptance. I think I think it is joining in and and mm. it's affirming. I think it is. Um, how, it is. I I would say that it's proselytizing. It's what affirming. it is is it's 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 you join in because if you're telling a kid, uh-huh. like, think about this, people. Mm-hmm. If you're telling a kid to choose their pronouns Mm -hmm. then what you are doing is saying come into the fold yeah come into the fold now i want to say something even to the people who are like well i'm gonna choose her she Mm -hmm. like i'm gonna i'm gonna choose female pronouns you're you've come into the fold yeah you see because we don't have to say that no and they're creating activists as well the ones who don't it's it's all like we want you to advocate for this as well yes so it's it's a it's a, 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 a broad thing that they're trying to do, you know, by getting affirmation, but also creating activists. You're exactly right. And, and, and so all the while, all the while, we keep believing the, well, let's just, we just want to be nice and we just want to be tolerant and we just want to, you know, we, we, who are we to judge kind of a thing. Yeah. The judgment is flying, by the way. <laughs> People are making judgments all the time. All the time. All right, let's grab the break. We'll pick up with more of this on the other side of it. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio. Please stay right there. This is more like you ain't seen. It's Welcome back. This is Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. This is war. This is war. You 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 can pretend like it's not, you know what I mean? And you can pretend like it's not Christian to think that you're in a war. You know, like you can you can pretend that <laughs> like oh that. that's that's not <laughs> 
that's not <laughs> sweet and cuddly. Man. You know. Um. Anyways, <laughs> I, the way I man, I just went into like an old western way. I see it. <laughs> you got two options: you can cry, you can fight. Hey. <laughs> Some people say I want to do both. Nah, because tears in your eyes, you can't see. Right. You can cry, you can fight. Okay, those those are your two options, either or, mutually exclusive, mm-hmm. at least you know battle times. Um, all right, so Kellogg is uh, indoctrinating your kids early on and forcing them. People say forcing, yeah, forcing, forcing them to choose their gender, uh, choose how they identify, choose their pronouns, and uh, normalizing what is uh, deviant. That's what that's what Kellogg is doing. And and listen, if you guys, if you think that this is um, not a big deal. If you think it's not a big deal that people don't understand the power of marketing and mascots to push uh, what they want your kids to demand or what they want to normalize, mm. um, then you've forgotten what it is to be a child. Hmm. You've forgotten what it is to be a child. That's like, so look, we this is this is how you America. Right. Right. This is what we did this. Guys, we we made this big. Like <laughs> yeah. this is how you America. We understand Man, celebrity. So yeah. We understand mascotting. We understand all your friends have. We understand they're great. <laughs> like we this is how you America. Follow your nose. It Follow your nose. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> Snap crackle crackle pop. Look, you you can't memorize scripture, but <laughs> But you, you can sing jingles. jingles. <laughs> you can wake up with it on your heart. Man. Forget about putting a praise on it. You you wake up. <laughs> Man. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Look, this is how you America. So what I'm saying is this is war and it's intentional. That's what Man. I'm saying. What I'm saying is if if you're going to go after kids and you're going to normalize something, you're going to do it in a way that it has been proven to work. Mm. Okay? And th- it has been proven to work this way. Yeah. This is why we put celebrities on the boxes of cereal. This is why we put toys in cereal because we want people to want it. <laughs> right. And and anyway, we're just we're, we this is we did this. All right. Continuing on with this quote from uh, the president of GLAAD, um, Sarah Kate Ellis, president and CEO of GLAAD. Quote, Kellogg is not only building an ongoing commitment to support the LGBTQ plus and, and then nobody cares about the plus. <laughs> it just. It's like you, we need you to know, care the, about that. Though. We absolutely must what, care. What does about that plus it. mean? Everything else. <laughs> everything else. Everything else. Even the stuff that we once said no. Hmm. We, wait, it's like now it's everybody's turn. Mm-hmm. Everything else. All right. Lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, and everything else. Anyway, back to the quote. Kellogg is not only building an ongoing commitment to support the LGBTQ plus community, but initiatives that spotlight the importance of using correct pronouns to create a safe and welcoming space for trans and non-binary people, end quote. So this is what it looks like to raise children who will hate you. And this is what it looks like for you to spend money to do it. You are spending money. For your kids to hate you. Why? Because when you say that you're not going to be asking people their preferred pronouns, Mm -hmm. and when you say that you're not going to be using people's preferred pronouns, then your kid is looking at you like, well, why not, meanie? Mm. Why not? Why? Because all of their life is saturated with this. And you pay for it. You've been, you've been, you've been buying it. And then there are the people again, and these are not, you know, these are not the people that I spend long amounts of time, you know, talking to. 
I just, I, cause I, I just don't want to. But then there are the people who say, well, is it really going to make a difference if you like don't buy it? I mean, they don't care. Don't buy it. Is it really going to make a difference? <laughs> who cares if you don't buy the cereal? Okay. Well, try not buying it and see. <laughs> try not buying it and see. I don't know. I mean, because yeah, Christians can just, what are you going to do? Grow your own cereal? Are you going to, as you start doing that, you have to grow all your stuff, all of it, all your cereal. You're going to get a garden of Fruit Loops. No, I'm just not going to eat it. And I don't know where it's all going to fall, but I can tell you that I'm just not going to eat it. Because when you tell me, like the cereal, if the cereal is is $3.50 a box, or maybe $4, depending on the size of your family. I don't know how you guys are stacked, okay? <laughs> but if you tell me that $3 of every box is going to Glad, I'm mm-hmm. like, then Kellogg's is taking a loss. You guys right. aren't even... Like, <laughs> No. 50 cents. You're, t- you're getting a quarter on a box. Three dollars. You're getting your hat handed to you, but it's not even really about, it's not about your money. So it's about making a statement in culture. Funding indoctrination. <laughs> funding indoctrination that you don't actually want to happen, but because it's like, well, we can't fight against that. We can't, you know, you can't do this. You're going to fund it anyway. anyway. That's, man. So, you know, again, I'm, you know, I, I, I say people, you, you, you're going to do what you want, yeah. but, um, if, you know, if you're crying, move over. Cause the battle is like hot. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you're just crying, do something, mm-hmm. ask the mm-hmm. Lord for wisdom and strategy Amen. and then do something. No one is compelling you to eat the Ritz. <laughs> no one's compelling you to eat the chips. Ahoy. Mm-hmm. No one's compelling you to great. Like you, you, you can say, you know what? Okay, that's a bridge too far. Right, because that's the thing a bridge is, too far. if they can take a stand, why can't Christians take a stand and say, well, no, I'm not with that. I'm not going with that. You know, it seemed like because it seemed like they're taking stands all the time, saying that you need to do this, you need to use these pronouns, you need to act this way, you need to be tolerant <laughs> like this. Yeah. But yeah. then on the other side, we're like, oh, you know. Yeah. Don't want to and, ruffle the, and, any feathers. And, and it's it's unfortunate because it really to me shows a disconnect of Christians from um just even I would say the conviction that comes from the reading of the word of God. You know, I think it's easier for people to think of discernment as like and I've said this before, but it's something that I've been thinking about a lot. It's easier for people to think of discernment as like a check in their spirit. Mm-hmm. Right? But but you understand that discernment comes from knowing the truth. Mm-hmm. Discernment comes from being Thoroughly steeped in the word of God so that you can know right from wrong. So that when you're like in a culture that is um, decadent, mm-hmm. that's the kind of culture we live in, by the way. Yeah. So if you're if you're in a culture that is decadent, you have the kind of discernment and strength of character to be able to abstain, to be able to say no. Like, I mean, it's not going to it's, you know. I'm not trying to make everybody's kid like the Hebrew boys, but I mean, you could say to your kid, I'm going to test you out for 10 days, not eating the cereal and see how you do chap. <laughs> Come back and we'll just see if we can pinch an inch. Like you'd be okay. You're not going to die because you're not eating frosted flakes. Right. Or like we said, when I was growing up, frosty flakes. <laughs> didn't know it was, I didn't know it was frosted until I became an adult. It's frosted flakes? <gasps> oh, well, that makes sense. I thought it was frosty flakes. <laughs> What's my point? My point oh, is boy. we don't have to buy it. Yeah. 
$3 a box going back to Glad. Man. $3 a box. It's like it's like how many times? How many mm-hmm. times can Rainbow Dollars circulate through the Rainbow community? It's over, 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 over and over and over before it makes its way out. And and we just sit back and we cry and we just we're saying the country man, we don't understand where it's going, but we are we are actually participants. We're actually helping. We're actually moving things along back to this article. Back to this article. Apparently all of this social justice nonsense needs to happen. Uh, in families with young children before breakfast. Mm. Kellogg's Instagram shows the stomach-churning, I'm reading here, the stomach-churning image of the company's fictional pitchman promoting sin and exposing children to a world of perversion. Quote, all are welcome at the breakfast table with our new Together with Pride cereal coming to shelves soon, Kellogg boasted on Instagram, with the cereal box featuring, excuse me, featuring old favorites, Snap, Crackle, and Pop. Mm. What's their pronoun? Front, front. <laughs> is that are those not pronouns? Snap, crackle. I mean, but pop? what are, are they? Are they not identified? They? <laughs> snap, crackle, and pop. Uh, front and center, flanked by the brand's other characters, including an anthropomorphic frosted mini wheat. I thought that was pretty clever. Yeah, you know, all you got to do is personify on, like big like, really? billows of wheat. Give them little <laughs> stick arms and little stick legs. You know, Aye. which is always. I mean, that's kind of that's confusing. Because, you know, as a kid, you know, I mean, you already know you're eating it, but I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A bite of the. A, anyway, you're good till lunch. That was their That was the frosted mini wheats. Uh, see, I never knew that because that was I didn't like them. Go ahead. Keep going. They're delicious, <laughs> especially the frosty ones. <laughs> um, but guess who doesn't have to have them? Right. Guess who can just crack open an egg? Right. I mean, you know what I mean? Right. Get that, and and get you that know what's brand. in that. You could. What they call? They call the. Uh, uh, I don't know. Some wheats with sugar on them. <laughs> they never have a cool name because it's all trademark. There's options. They can't. There are you. You can get. You don't have to get the frosted, um, uh, shredded whatever right. things. You know what I'm saying? Right. You don't have to. You can get King Vitamin. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> back to this article. Back to this article on uh, Kellogg's uh, Kellogg's in- Instagram page. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got all of their little characters there pushing this uh, while one of the characters, the frosted mini wheat, the frosted mini wheat is holding a pride flag. Come on, man. It's like you're a, a barrel of hay. Right, right. It's, you're, it's such you're, a you're, stretch, man. It's, it's your layers of hay. What are you? Why? Why? Because <laughs> because it works for every box. sold, Kellogg right. is donating three dollars to glad to support the LGBTQ plus community. Somebody said on um, Kellogg's Instagram page, um, oh, unless it was Kellogg itself, I'm not sure uh, based on this article, but leave the boxes of cereal or leave the boxes for cereal. You're too too awesome to fit into a box. Mm. Unless, of course, it's the box that we carve out for you. Right. Because this is a box, by the way. Yep. Like this is this is a box. It's just we're saying this is the box that we want you to be in. Again, this writer um, writing for the Western Journal says, but the most disturbing feature is the box top that has the special spot for children to add their own pronouns of choice. Somebody on Twitter responding to this amazing thing that Kellogg's has done said, quote, now your kids can write their pronouns on their cereal box. So fun. Affirm their gender with Kellogg's. Because that's what you've always thought about when you thought about cereal, didn't you? You thought about genders? That was no way you thought my mind. <laughs> sexuality and like what you want to be called. 
when you ate when you I ate was the cereal. trying to find two cans. Were you? you know what I'm saying, you? yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Me too. Just wondering what color milk I'd end up with. Right. You know, just wondering you know? what was it going to be. You know. Man. Yeah. Anyway, uh, those are the days. Um, this promotion <laughs> is proof positive. Back to the article here. This promotion is proof positive that the leftists aren't promoting tolerance, but are instead determined to indoctrinate. Oh, look at that. Hmm. Young minds to accept sexual deviance using the same powerful tools that sell their awful products in the first place. Kellogg isn't the first company to go woke. Now, what's interesting to me <clears throat> is that this all now flies under the woke banner, mm-hmm. which is why, you know, initially, which I wouldn't have. Look, I don't care. I just I'm using this to make a point. OK, um, this is why it was so like funny to me when people. Uh, thought that the whole woke thing and the social justice thing was just about ethnicity and so-called race. Like that was so laughable to me that you could, you know, be roped into that and accuse people of hating themselves. And like, why don't you care about, you know, yourself or your quote unquote, your people and everything. And and we're constantly saying, okay, even if it were mm-hmm. um, our first and foremost identity is that of Christians. So we align with that. We yeah. align, align with the things of God, not the color of our skin. And see, the, the color of the skin, that is the bridge to get everybody on. <clears throat> that's, that, right. that's the thing that's going to pull you in because there's a, a sympathy in this country because of the history, you know, to say, oh, man, I want to be on the right side of this. Mm-hmm. And so it, they get you on the bridge and then everything else, you know, you don't even see it, but it's there as well. And that's, that's really right. the stuff that they're trying to push. That's right. That's why when they talk about equity now and they're looking at what companies are doing um, to create equity and to carve out spaces, that's why it's not just about like um, how many black people you've hired. Right. <laughs> oh, right. silly, silly, silly. It's it's not. And, and, and whenever you read their documents, they hide it all in the, in, you know, in the envelope of equity. Yeah. And yeah. so then you've got people who one, either one, mm-hmm. feel guilty or two, feel entitled. So both of them are working together to create the same result. Doesn't matter where you are. And if you are giving into this because you feel guilty, right. the result is the same in the end. Or if same you're giving in into end. this because you feel entitled, same result. That's I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say that's why you have the group. The Black Lives Matter, who could care less about black lives. It was more about tearing up the family, making, the, you know, taking out the patriarchy and all that Come kind on. of stuff. Like, Listen. that's the bridge, the, you know. Anyway. But then when you start getting into these things, Will, you realize that you do hate yourself, right? <laughs> well, hey. You realize that you are only say. a billy club that's what they for say. the white conservatives. You understand that, right? <laughs> well, how could you do that? Your beard is so deceiving. <laughs> Your beard says black man, but all of your wow. <laughs> all of your philosophy says no. <laughs> Look, this is where we are, guys. And and you've got you really have to you you have to have on the full armor of God. Amen. You have to have on the full armor of God. Um I one of the things that I think we often overlook when we do talk about the armor of God, um, because we don't talk about it often enough, is that um what covers the heart is the breastplate of righteousness. Mm-hmm. So because right now people listening to us would be like, man, you guys sound so hurtful. No, that's just the you see the light reflecting off my breastplate of righteousness. Come on now. That's what you mistake for being callous and cold hearted. Nope. It's the breastplate that is reflecting light back into your eyes. Because where the heart would run, run rampant, giving into its feelings and its inclinations and being, you know, deceitfully wicked. <laughs> righteousness reigns it in righteousness protects it and says you know what if I really believe that rebellion against God sentenced me to death then I wouldn't want to celebrate rebellion 
We'll grab the break and be right back. Hear ye, hear ye. It's a flood warning. It's easy to mock. If you've never seen it pouring, they like. We've never seen rain before. They hear you come saying God sent us gonna pour. So we choose our way and reject salvation, though it's priceless. The same reason was stone a prophet, but the sort of psychic. So please remember when Noah was the butt of the joke. But when the flood came, those who left was chasing his boat. But it was too late. No man. Welcome back to Aaron the Addisons on American Family Radio. Appreciate you listening. Um, this is war. You can cry or you can fight. Those are a couple of options that you have. Uh, but the word of God has not changed because 21st century America. Um, we're not too big that we, you know, get to change God's standard. I, I don't care what we accomplish, what we do in this country, how we influence the world. Um, we're not changing the word of God or the standard of God. And uh, I, I think it's it's time for Christians to be determined that uh, or or persuaded, right? Yeah. That what God says is is true and that it's right. And and if you think that your kids are not being turned against you, if you think that your kids are not being, and I want to say wrestled, but that almost makes us um, a little bit stronger than I think sometimes we present. Mm. You know, because I, I don't I don't even know that they're being that our kids are being wrestled yeah. away from us <clears throat> as much as we're just kind of giving them up. Yeah. Like just allowing them. And, you know, you know? One, of the, one of the things I think that hinders us is sometimes we have a mindset of how we grew up and yeah. say, you know, and even back then everything wasn't, you know, <laughs> no roses. No. Right. But I think sometimes we can think like, oh, you know, they're going to be all right because, I mean, I turned out all right. And, you know, my parents didn't do all of that. And, mm. and you know, and and but the, the, the battle rages hotter. It, it mm-hmm. rages hotter now. You know, yeah. it's not the same. And yeah. And, you know, and we can see that that it has stepped it has stepped up, you know, and so yeah. we have to step up in our vigilance as well. That's right. We used to enjoy a little bit. Um, let me open the phone lines too. By the way, eight 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 five eight nine eight eight four zero, eight 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 five eight nine eight eight four zero. You can comment on what we're talking about today. We used to enjoy a little bit of um, sort of the the morality that was pervasive in the culture, right? So it was sort of like the. Um, I don't know if you want to call it like the residue mm. of of this country's founding. But, you know, even that has been like cleaned off, you know. And so now <laughs> right. so now we are we are the, the battle is not muted, right. uh, but we truly are in the thick of it. I, I wanted to share this too. one million moms uh, mm. released this call to action yesterday. I couldn't believe it. But then again, I thought about it. And I was like, well, yeah, you know, I can believe it. You remember when we had um, the sisters on from Garlands of Grace yeah, uh, who were booted off of Etsy, remember, because they they did not meet Etsy's community standards because right. they posted scripture right. about marriage and sexuality. And, right. you know, Etsy is a free place. <clears throat> well, here is the information coming from One Million Moms. And you can go to OneMillionMoms.com and sign the petition. Um, even if you don't sign a petition, um, you know, action is action. <laughs> I just I just will say that. Mm-hmm. But here we go. <clears throat> from one million moms.com. Some consumers may be shocked to find out Etsy.com is no longer a family friendly website. Etsy is selling graphic nude photos and sex toys, including sex dolls. Man. Etsy has become an adult themed store by including everything a fantasy store would sell. The site doesn't ask for age verification before viewing these photos. Very few photos are pixelated or blurred for discretion. 
Um, <laughs> now, again, some people say, well, I don't know where I'm going to get my artisan work from. I don't know where I'm going to get, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Etsy was once known for this, like yeah. Etsy in my mind, which I never purchased anything from Etsy, but I've talked to a lot of people because I recognize some of the things that you talk to them. It's like, where'd you, oh, Etsy. Mm. It's like, oh, that's unique. That's different. Where'd you, Etsy. So you wonder, <clears throat> excuse me, you wonder like, where am I going to go to get my, oh, where did you get that stuff? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. Because right. that's a category of things. Right. It's a category of things. Oh, where'd you get that? I, I don't know. I don't know, but I feel like if, if so, like in my mind and I, you know, I, I understand that we cannot do this with everything, mm -hmm. but I think that you can have those moments where you send a message, yeah, right? Like you, but we don't know how to send messages because we don't know how to collect. Mm. Like we don't know how to mm. rally and then send the message, you know, like for that, for that moment, at least for that time, just to say, Hey, um, we matter. Yeah. Christian dollars matter. And by the way, Christian dollars do matter. <laughs> so, so I don't know. It's like, I just, in my mind, I just think it's kind of maybe, maybe it's too simple, but you have a moment where you say, oh, oh, that's what we're doing. Yeah. Really? Cause we, cause we're, we're talking about the decline of the culture and we're talking about not knowing where our country is headed and like what kind of America that we're going to live in. But at the same time, but I got to get those earrings. Right. <laughs> I think we're in our hearts. We might not want to admit it, but we're too tied in you know, to, to, to this world. Like, yes, it, there, there is a, a, a love of, of pleasure and love of this world, you know, yes. that, that we don't want to easily, you know, let go of. Um, and I think that's the truth of it. I think we yeah. have that thing going on where it's like, you know, the angels and the Lord telling lot, go ahead and leave and don't look back. And you have mm. the wife who looks back because there's still a tie, you know, to the things that, that is, that's, you shouldn't be tied to, you know? So I, I think there's a wrestling and we have to, you know, admit that and say, man, mm -hmm. I'm, to God, say, I'm wrestling with this, Lord. This has a hook on me. That's Help good. me not to, you know, be bound by this or to, to be, you know, drug under by this, you know. Yeah. So. You know what I think? I, I think, and then we'll go to the phone lines. Mm -hmm. um, but I think wherever the Bible tells us something that is too difficult, we automatically assume that couldn't be what God meant. Because mm. we go, who could do that? Like, right, you know, right. it's like, <clears throat> who could live that way? Yeah. Who who, yeah. who could really do that? Like I'm looking at, and I'm not going to read it because I know we got phone calls here, mm -hmm. but I'm looking at Ephesians chapter five mm -hmm. and I'm thinking, didn't God say, didn't God say, and, and I think when we look at this, like have nothing to do with the unfruitful deeds of darkness, right? But rather expose them. I think people are like, no, <laughs> that's not, no, that's not what he really meant. Mm. How can how can we expect to rid ourselves of all of that? Yeah. How can we be expected? Like that's not what God did not foresee America. Oh. You know what <laughs> I mean? All right. Well, the great. Where do we go first? All right. Let's go to uh, Jake in Arkansas. Hi, Jake. Yeah. Good afternoon. I like to say I enjoy talk, uh, listening to y'all every every evening. But um, I was raised to be a racist. And I can see through the Democrats because my mother was, uh, she taught us to be a racist. But when I got old enough that when I started reading the Bible and I seen Adam and Eve, it wasn't Steve. I know we came from Adam and Eve. And so I thought out and then I adopted my grandchildren. And then uh, she come home with some Black Lives Matter issues literature from the school. 
and I've been preaching for two Hello, Jake? Did we lose Jake? Get, Uh-oh. get mad, oh. but sin not. And so uh, I called him, and I told him. Okay, we haven't. And I said, just because my skin is brown, I am not going along with that. And, mm-hmm. I, and I'm with you guys. I am against the Democrats. I'm against Biden, Kamala Harris. If we don't change and if they're trying to take us and divide this country and make, make this country out of racism. So I'll listen to you guys now. Hmm. Thank you, Jake. I appreciate you calling in. You know, I think what's interesting there is mm-hmm. one of the, and, and this is one of the things that we often don't touch on that partiality, the sin of partiality, which yeah. we commonly called call racism in this country is yeah. a sin of the heart. That's right. It has nothing to do with the color <laughs> of someone's skin. Right. And I think it's so important, Jake, that you pointed out I have brown skin, but mm. man, you started out saying I was raised to be racist. And automatically people would think and the thought would be, oh, well, it's got to be a white guy. You, you, must, you must be white, Jake. so i i I think it's really interesting and i think it's so important for us to continue to press that the bible already points out our sin proclivities yeah the bible already points this out so thank you so much for your call jake i just wanted to highlight that will the great where do we go next all right let's go to jeff in north carolina hi jeff hey how are the addisons this afternoon Doing doing well doing well we're doing well too uh i just wanted to say appreciate y'all's program and um my wife and I started a creation ministry back in 2000, and um, VBSs and emphasizing the kids and things, and some of the cards that we do as a memory verse award tool in our jungle theme, we produced a monkey card. And of course, the, the Darwinian view is the races have evolved mm-hmm. from ape-like creature to fair-haired, white-skinned, and that's the most evolved, according mm-hmm. to evolution. Mm-hmm. Well, on occasion through the years, in using the monkey card, we, we designed these cards for us to hand out as we travel. And so on occasion, when I've had opportunity to hand to more melanated people, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's melanin in our skin, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, and that's nobody's right. Nobody's white or you're dead, you know, <laughs> and nobody's solid black. Right. They just have more melanin. So that's right. When I've been at a gas station or something and... And it has been amazing to just say, briefly, you can say, you know, somewhere back down the line, we're all related. Mm. Yeah. You're my, you're my cousin. You're my, you know, something like that. And you know what? The Any ice is broken. Mm. Any wall of kind of resistance and faces or what have you, there might be, which I've never really seen that firsthand. Mm. But it is, it is just broken down. Mm. Yeah. Gone. There is because we're related all back to Adam. And I, to be honest with you, pastors need to be sharing this. And we've we've not encountered very many pastors at all that are broaching this like they ought to be yep. with their people. You are so right about that, man. I, I'll Thank tell you, you I that's you know that's one of the things that we um, that we major on here at the American Family Association that we have to have a biblical worldview. And so, what does that mean? It's not just believing that the Bible is good and right and true. It's Mm. living it out. And I think that's where the disconnect is uh, in some of our churches today that, you know, we say, well, I'm teaching the scripture. Okay. Yes. But there are some things that we, that the scriptures assume, right. That we are living this out. Yeah. So what does that look like? 
So if there's a conversation that's happening in the culture and we say that the word of God is sufficient, then we should be able to teach in such a way that that directs, excuse me, goes directly to that situation. Mm -hmm. Pastors have to do this. And, and, you know, this is not a novel idea. This is the expectation of the pastor. Right. As the shepherd. Amen. Who will give an account. Yes. This is serious. Yes. Will the Great, where do we go next? All right, let's go to uh, Cindy in Mississippi. Hi, Cindy. Hi, how are you? Doing Hello. well. It is good to get to talk to you. I listen to you guys every afternoon. You're such a blessing to me. Oh, thank you. God. God bless you. I just want to tell y'all that like three weeks ago, my husband talked to me into buying some Special K red berries, and I've been <laughs> buying Special K cereal ever since then, and now I find out today i got to stop buying it. thanks a lot (laughs) i appreciate it (laughs) listen oh no go ahead we were we were missionaries for 10 years and um we we minister to a lot of homosexuals i'm in no way a homophobe i'm not against homosexuals i love everybody um and and i'll tell them right out you know what you're doing is a sin and they always seem to remain our friends and just keep coming back to our home and everything. They didn't have a problem with us. But my money will not go toward any agenda that pushes that and especially pushes it on small children. I have young grandchildren that are impressionable, mm-hmm. and I don't want that sitting on the breakfast table in front of them. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Yeah, Cindy, I want let's let's try a little. Thank you so much for your call, you, Cindy. Cindy. I just want to I want to say something to what you said. I because I, I want to just um, just just underline it here. I want to try applying part of your disclaimer to any other sin that the Bible condemns. Like, um, let's just say adultery. Okay, I'm not an adulterphobe. Like, I'm not. <laughs> I don't hate adulterers. I don't, you know, or let's, 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 let's talk about, let's talk about, you know, pedophiles. Mm. Let's talk about people who molest children. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about liars. Let's talk about thieves. Try to imagine having a conversation where there's anything else that we take from scripture, where we have to give all these disclaimers and so that people don't think that we are whatever it is that the culture says we are when we stand up for truth. Let's just try that. Right. We don't have to do that. And you know why? Because after the ball, Hmm. because we have been Hmm. thoroughly jammed. We have been thoroughly jammed. Okay. Madsen and Kirk determined that they were going to they were going to reprogram Americans in the 90s and boy did they do it. Yeah. And here we are 21st century America and we are we are thoroughly deprogrammed. We no longer call sin sin without giving a disclaimer. Man. And why? Because we were told and this is jamming where you you take you take a picture of something that a person loathes or hates, right? So, so let's say for example Nazi Germany and then you 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 juxtapose or really not a juxtaposition, but you hold that picture up against a person who is saying that, no, we're made in the image of God. God has determined our sex and our sexuality. He has already designed marriage. And then you put those pictures together and you say these people are the same people, mm. the Nazis and those who believe that God designed marriage and family and human sexuality there that's jamming and so do you know what we now do now we give disclaimers because we've been jammed like we we have i i've talked about this book before will and i have actually run through the book on our show Mm -hmm. going through reading from it at length i got it many years ago for about ten dollars 
but it's not in print anymore. So I think the last time I looked it up, it was like hundreds of dollars for a copy of this book after the ball. Guys, God's word is true. No matter how much we have been jammed in our culture. Mm. We're out of time until tomorrow, Lord willing. God bless. <laughs>